Hello, everyone. Welcome to Quantum Catechesis. I'm Father Joe Crook, and you are not in today. Today, today, we are quadruple blessed because A, you get to gaze upon the moneymaker. Uh, B, we are at Valhalla, or Mecca, uh, of college basketball, Michigan State University in East Lansing, Michigan, where Jesus Christ went to school. Now, normally, I assure it's just enough for you that you get to gaze upon this. But if you look behind me, it's kind of some of the Hall of Fame of MSU players, uh, including one of my best friends, Mike Poplowski, who is, uh, what are we doing over here? Oh, now I'm over here? Well, hello, Hanson. No, go ahead. Oh, okay. Jerry just took her headset off, which usually means I just said something wrong. Uh, or disgraceful, embarrassing, horrifying, radical, awful. awful. Uh, so, one of my buddies is here, and I'm so excited for you to meet him. Is the camera on him, too? Yeah, or is the camera over here? It's on both of you, know. Okay, I have no idea what we're doing today. The camera is not working yet. Nick and I met at the barber. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, the guy's poor, uh, but he cuts both of our hair. Uh, that's one hair for each of us. It's it is, it is. Uh, and uh, we feel it's very important for the local economy. Anyway, Nick, he works here at MSU Basketball, and he is an athletic trainer. Now, he's more than an athletic trainer. He's the athletic trainer. And uh, we're so happy to welcome you to the show, Nick. Welcome. I just did away from myself. It was awful. Yeah, you can't. I appreciate that. Oh, bro, we're so excited. I, uh, I'm really excited that you're here, and I'd like to start off and just ask you, tell us about yourself. Where are you from? Well, you know, uh, <coughs> I got out of prison. Yeah, uh, almost two hours now. Yeah, yeah. excellent. You know, I'm actually, uh, I'm actually from Indianapolis, inside Indianapolis, I'm from Greenfield. Okay. Um, fun fact, I converted. Uh, it sounds like a great call. Mom and Dad, Dad big, big role Nice. Uh, the whole fam? Yeah, whole fam. Wow. Um, Met uh, my beautiful wife at Purdue University from Boilermaker. Boilermaker. And uh, we have three kids and we've been all over the place providing medical care for athletes at different institutions. Nice. And how long have you been here at State? Just finished year six. Nice. And uh, nice. And I think you're a Gerard guy. Just her. So we are so in 
No, not at all. I just use facts. When I hit them to their face, I tend to be as disrespectful and obnoxious as possible. Just for you know, hear some crap like that. Uh, so what? Sandy audience. Yeah, network. yeah. Or but if you you got to come up with like a Christian sounding word for like breaking them in. So what does day to day life look like here for you at a that start at 8 or 8.30, and okay. um, we have a few, uh, from for me anyway, I have a few guys that I need to check in with before they go yeah. to class. Bumps, bruises, rehabs, illnesses, yep. you name it. Yep. Um, and then they go to class, and, and we see them then again shortly after lunch to prep for practice. And in between morning time and afternoon time, it's uh, administrative work, computer okay. stuff, uh, medical record keeping, and, and, and whatnot. Now, are you at traditionally or often at like practices, like watching oh, yeah. for? Because uh, one thing I've always wondered: when you're watching a game, and you see a guy like Dad and I talk about this when we're watching, we'll see a guy roll his ankle and we'll think, "Oh, he's out for a year." No, he's playing five minutes later, and then you see guys do something where you think, "Oh, he's fine," and you find, "Oh no, he you know severed a." A limb. Uh, are you able? And this might be a dumb question. I'm very ignorant. Question. But to to look when it happens and go, oh boy. Uh, yeah, mo most of the time you know. Okay. Um, and and not because of the the mechanism, right? Okay. It's because of the the kid and the the relationship that you have with the kid. Of course. And you see their reaction, and and you know some kids, God bless them, they they, for lack of a better term, they freak out. Yeah. And, and the first couple of times that they freak out, you're like, oh, my gosh, the world is ending. We, you know, Let's call Father Joe. Let's get him in here. Let's do last rites. Right. This and get is, his watch and his is, wallet. This is the end. Right. Um, and then there's other kids that, you know, uh, the severed limb yep. analogy, they, they, they pop an arm off. And then you come back, I tape it on, and they go back out and they yeah. play. Um, but most of the time, it's the reaction from the player um, that, that gives us the best indication. And, and um that's what we look for. Yeah, so for you, it's knowing the body, of course, but it's also getting a sense of the kid. Yeah, and, yeah. and I, that's what I love most about basketball. I worked, I worked with football programs from, uh, you know, Virginia Tech to, to Wake Forest over okay. the course of like 16 years or so. And um, that's the thing I like about basketball. You have 15 guys. Yeah. You, you, you go from knowing a percentage of the the roster really well sure uh, because they're always in the athletic training room yeah to knowing all 15 guys on a level that surpasses all of that that, that you had with football and um coach is big on relationships and 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 having a relationship with the players and and uh that's a that's a critical component of what we do here you know one of the things i learned my first year with msu football and uh i it was such, I won't say who, because they, you know, shouldn't. Sure. Uh, but a boy on the young man who was headed for the NFL, it was the last game of the season, and uh, he went down. And they took him into the locker room, which I hadn't experienced yet. Usually they take him to the side, and there's taping, and there's questions. And I kind of looked, and D'Antonio did this, like, go follow. Sure. So I followed, and I was there when they had to tell him. Yep. And they kept, not a cold face at all, but, you know, they were the calm voice of reason. Yeah. You know, are you saying my career's done? More than likely. You know, and I'm very sorry to tell you, blah, blah, blah. So then I sit and I hold hands and pray with him, and he was crying hard. Sure. When I came around the corner, what I wasn't ready for, Coach D. trainers were crying. Yeah. They were crying. 
and I ended up praying with them. And I thought of how much it's kind of like what a priest does in the sense of, I'm going to be tough for you. Tough in the sense of, okay, you know, you're going to get through this and you believe it. You don't just say that, you know that. But it also, then you go back to your room and ball like an idiot. You it's, know? it's hard because yeah. y- you see all the weightlifting sessions, you see all the conditioning sessions, you see the practices, you see yeah. the warm-ups, you see all of it. Yeah. And, and when it all ends it's a it's a very uh finite thing yeah um and and none of these kids realize it at the time but then when it's over it's over with and you know for us my kids always know the calmer i am the worse it is yeah (laughs) so 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 it's like if nick's got a straight face and things seem pretty normal it's probably not yeah we're all dying yeah if if if, uh if he's rushing me to get me back and 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 telling me that i'm gonna be okay I'm, i'm probably in pretty good shape um you know, and then the other part, you mentioned Coach D giving you the, the finger point. I mean, that's the thing that nobody ever really sees about Coach Izzo, you know, here yeah. in the office. Um, everybody sees and has this impression of, of who he is and what he does and, and how he does it and the approach that he takes. And in six years, I've never had uh, I've never had one episode where I felt like a guy shouldn't play mm. and he didn't disagree. Okay. Um, You you know, and 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 in fact, there's been more times where I've said, "Hey, you know, uh, Johnny can play tonight. He's good to go," and he says, "Well, you know, let's give him another night uh, because we're talking about a livelihood. We're talking about Mm -hmm. their performance. We're talking about everything up into draft stock." Um, And and he he doesn't want to push a kid to do something that they're not ready to do. He wants to make sure that he's comfortable that the kid is comfortable and that I'm comfortable. And and uh, that's not to say that we ever put kids at, at, at risk, but, um, you know, he just wants to make sure that the young man is, is ready to go. That's cool. He's, he's thinking of the whole person. He's not thinking of them as a tool no. he can use for his purposes. Right. Yeah. Um, which makes it all the better, by the way, that he's now the winningest basketball coach in Big Ten history. Yep. And the fact that he passed Bobby Knight made me so happy. Well, and I'm a Purdue guy, right? So, yeah. So even better, double, double, you know, oh, double sure. win for me. Boilermaker. Now, uh, what was there, about six of you guys on campus that weren't engineers? Yeah. Is that, yeah. yeah. I won't get that. Yeah. Every time, one of my, when I was teaching high school, every time a kid would come in and say, I'm going to Purdue, I'm like, oh, you're oh, going to be gonna an engineer. engineer. <laughs> what is it with yeah. that? So you're, either, you're either an engineer or you're going to have a seat you know, named after you at, at uh, Harry's Chocolate Shop. Oh. And, and uh, I, unfortunately, I was neither. So. Yeah. <laughs> they, so they had, like, that's where you did your athletic training training. Yeah. That's where, okay. And uh, how did that start for you? Is that some, when did you know this is my vocation, um, if I may ask? So I was a very average high school student athlete. Yeah. And I wanted to stay involved <laughs> in, in athletics. Okay. Um, wanted to... to my mom and dad wanted me to be an orthopedic orthopedic surgeon. Oof, uh, I really nice. didn't want to go to school that long. No, uh, if I'm just being honest. And, oh, yeah. and uh, athletics, uh, healthcare, service, you know, service oriented yeah. uh, profession, um, helping people from from all different kinds of backgrounds and settings um, was just kind of what I knew that I wanted to do. And um, you know, visited Purdue. My my dad and I actually had uh, not my dad and I. My dad had basketball and football season tickets at Purdue oh, cool. growing up, so that was something that we always did. Yeah, and I almost went to Indiana. Um, really, almost went to Indiana, and we visited. Had a great visit. Walked into the Cream and Crimson shop at the okay. end of, at the end of the deal, and I knew it was wrong. 
like just yeah just felt wrong just knew it was not where i was supposed to be yep. and and went to purdue and and what years are we talking about bro well i'm i'm not that old okay um, but 99 through 2003 at purdue was that bob cream no no we had uh, gene katie oh sure gene, gene katie i like that guy yeah uh, gene katie was our head basketball coach and yeah. and um uh, Drew Joe, Brees. Joe, Joe, Joe Tiller was our head football coach. Drew Brees was our, our quarterback. Best, one of the best. I know this is going to sound crazy. One of the best college quarterbacks I ever saw. Uh, I just, yeah. I watched him dismantle us in football. And and granted, we weren't that good back then. Well, and imagine, imagine walking into the room and seeing Drew uh, in his stature. Yeah, and thinking, okay, where's Drew? Where's this? Where's this all-American quarterback? Oh, it's the five-nine guy with yeah. a side part standing yeah. over in the corner of the room. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Man, what's? Oh, we have a question. Oh, I do not see it. Is it on the document? I wonder if I'm doing something wrong. I bet you money I am, because I don't think anyone wants to ask you about surrogates. Yeah, and I, I don't. Yeah, I, I certainly wouldn't know. Sorry. So Carrie's got to come on because I have my hearing aids out, so I can't hear anything if I take these off. Fair. Has your experience in your profession guided how you raise your children? Oh, absolutely. Oh, neat. Okay. Um, gosh, that's a great question. That sure is. Um, so, so I grew up. I grew up in a really small kind of not a one stoplight town, but a, okay. a small town. I had about 250 kids in my graduating class, and not a lot of diversity. Not a lot of of you know broad experience stuff going on yeah um and going and working with athletics and working in a diverse population and working with people from all kinds of different backgrounds um it was really kind of an eye-opening experience for me yeah and one that i wouldn't take back because it's 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 put us in a position to be able to provide the same kind of experience for our kids at an earlier age than uh, Nick got when he went to college for the first time. Sure. You know, and and knowing that my kids can handle those different kinds of situations earlier on. Yeah. Um, I feel like really sets them up, you know, mo moving forward. You know, uh, and I, I hope I don't get preachy here. <coughs> it's okay if you do. Well, that's kind of the point, right? Well, I guess one of the things I'll I, give you permission. I, I NPR did a whole thing on um, how um, – what do you call it, interracial violence yep. was consistently decreasing, yep. right? And then suddenly it shot up. And they went back directly and pointed to um, the, what do you say, unofficial segregating of schools. Mm -hmm. That all of a sudden you had a majority black high schools and majority white high schools. And it really came down to busing interestingly enough. And the center of the explosion of this was in St. Louis, Missouri, St. Louis County, where you had the big race riot from, I think it was a gentleman named Michael Brown and all this. And in the end, from there, and then talking to Pastor Williams, do you know Pastor Williams? Yep. Oh, I love that cat. So um, really coming to see, you know, we have to diversify the people we're around, right? We got to make that effort ideological, racial, uh, religious, that somehow it's really hard to hate a group of people or even be indifferent about them when you know a few folks in that group. If, does this make sense? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's hard, right, because we don't, right now, and I, 
make a generalization. Yeah, rocket. We live in a world where it's easier to teach hate than it is oh, to yeah. than it is to teach love, right? Oh yeah. Where Absolutely. where it's it's easier for us not to talk about the things that make us uncomfortable that are our differences right. instead of sitting down and trying to understand each other better. Yeah. You know, we have um there, there are kids that we have walked through our door that have no business trusting me where they come from. I get you. Um, and they understand very quickly that I want to win basketball games. I want to have fun. Yeah. But I want to take care of them first. Yeah. Um, and and that's, not, that's not unique to me. That's, that's, that's service profession. That's athletic training. That's sports medicine. Sure. That's what we do. And... Um, I think having the opportunity to try and show yourself to other people in a, in a way that, underst- that, that, that helps them understand you yeah. kind of breaks down a wall. Wow. Um, you know, and maybe that's preachy. I don't know. No, I um, totally dig it. And I, I remember, uh, what was it? Well, I probably shouldn't say his name, but one, one of the young men who played for MSU football, very famous, went to the pros, drafted the whole thing. Well, I came into NCG movie theater off of Lake Lansing, and I was in civvies, right? I was dressed like this. I wasn't dressed like a priest. And it was the funniest thing. Uh, truly, a young man from the team saw me, very large black kid, mm-hmm. and ran about 20 feet, grabbed me, spun me around, <laughs> right? And the reaction at first from the people around was, <gasps> you know, right. Yeah, I was like, no, he, out. he loved me. I prayed with that kid all the time. And, uh, you know, was there on the sidelines all those years. And But the true reaction, like somebody screamed <laughs> at seeing this huge man run at me. and uh, But he just spun me around, and, and he literally yelled, I love you, Father. And it was like, uh, no, everything's fine. But um, he wrote me a text about this long, you know, and just said some lovely things. But then he said, I hope I didn't scare you. I forgot how it can be. And I was like, that's like, I know when I wear my collar, I get looks. I, I've literally had a woman coming into the supermarket, grab her two kids like I was somehow going to fall on her children and hurt them there in the <laughs> supermarket. And I could choose to wear my clerics or not. Yep. And um, I just can't imagine a life he lives where it's like, well, I love that dude, but I can't, I shouldn't have done what I did because it scared the white people standing there. And it's like, that is a different existence, you know? Um, just second, okay? Uh, I'm sorry, sis, I can't. Okay. No, but Nick has an appointment with one of yep. his kids. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Bro, I love you. I'm so grateful you came on Absolutely. here. And all this is happening, guys, because of Nick. Uh, Nick and Garrett uh, worked their tails off to set this up for us and uh, I know you're super busy and uh, I feel bad because Nick got a parking ticket uh, on my truck this morning Um, yeah that was awkward we'll we'll see what we can do cool all right right. well thanks for coming bro I'd hug you but we got all this crap on Uh, give my love to the wife and kids huh okay thank you brother thank you okay so uh, what a joy, guys. And I just have gotten to know Nick uh, in the last few months um, and just blown away by this guy. Uh, he's been a fan of the show. That's how I met him. He wrote me, and I'm like, I saw his email address, and I was like, where do you work? And 
uh, we found out we knew a lot of the same people just from my time here uh, with MSU Athletics. And the other thing I forgot, while we're, wa we're waiting, right? I should just keep yapping, right? The other thing I forgot about MSU, I moved out of here in 2012. Um, I forgot that if you park in a way that makes East Lansing, what is it, parking and code enforcement, the Pace Patrol, it takes them about 32 seconds to ascertain you're somewhere you shouldn't be and write you a $9 million ticket. So uh, did you see I got one? Like just from the time we parked and went over and I came back and I had a $45 ticket. So uh, I love the People's Republic of East Lansing, but it is a militarized state. Let's be really clear. Uh, so anyway, um, Oh, Carrie's talking, we're yeah. Gonna, we're going to have another guest coming on. He's, okay. He's on the phone right now. Okay. So while we're waiting, yeah. maybe you want to tell yeah. everybody how you met him. Our next guest. Oh, okay, yeah. So our next guest, some of you might know, um, Tom Izzo is the coach for MSU uh, basketball, and he'll be here in just a couple minutes. Uh, poor guy. He's, you know. I, I hate asking him to do this stuff because it's like Coach D'Antonio. Everyone, when they talk to them, wants something. And I always try to tell him, I want to be the guy who doesn't need anything from you except money. Let's be honest. That's why you brought me. <laughs> right. That's why I brought Carrie because she wants him for more than money. Um, but all kidding aside, truly, uh, so Coach Izzo, I met him because he goes to church. And uh, his, uh, gosh, I arrived in East Lansing the first time. It's so complicated. I've lived in East Lansing four different times, right? Lived there for a year, moved. Lived there for three years, moved. Lived there for five years, six years, seven years, and moved. Um, but during that time, he was one of the constants. Uh, and... Uh, as you know, uh, an incredibly successful basketball coach, uh, but also I, I just I know him as a generous, um, intense, and amazing human being. And uh, his wife Lupe uh, and him, it seems to me they see all the good they have. They see it as their duty to share it, and and it's really cool. So I'm excited for you guys to meet him. And I'll try to avoid basketball questions for the most part just because, you know what we should do? I should just go to, oops, did my thing cut out? There we go. Okay, I sh uh, we should just go to, um, what do you call it? Uh, am I on? Yeah. Oh, okay, it just changed. Uh, we should do a speed round with him after an opening salvo. Yeah, because that's really, really important. Except no brand questions. Oh, yeah. Do we have brand questions? Oh, yeah. I could ask him Dove Soap or Dove Soap. There you go. Yeah. Just in case. I remember the first time I saw him doing a Dove Soap commercial, I literally texted him. I'm like, bro, my grandma used Dove. And I just don't think he should get into your Coke and Pepsi fight. That's true. Well, I, I'm assuming Pepsi because that's what the locker room's full of. I'm drinking one now from his fridge. So uh, anyway, uh, we'll have him on here in, in a minute. And before he gets on, just a reminder, uh, and Nick and I were just touching on it, but you know the violence that was unleashed in uh, Buffalo this weekend, I think it was. I somehow missed all this. Uh, I, I, I've been not able to watch the news. But this is a reminder that no one wakes up in the morning and says, I'm going to be a violent racist. 
it's like any other sin. It's one step at a time. And I saw the posts on Facebook that were like, you know, we have to reject racism, and we do. But I do want us to remember, again, no one wakes up in the morning and says, I'm going to be a violent racist. It starts with a certain level of comfort. Uh, we get comfortable maybe with jokes or comments uh, that aren't appropriate. That's literally where it starts. That you got to remember this about any sin. Racism, in some sense, is the same as any sin. You'll get comfortable with a little bit and then a little more, and you end up desensitized to the horror living inside of you. Uh, so what I'm asking us all to do is to make sure that as Jesus lovers, that we allow no room in our heart for the beginning of a process that leads to our enslavement to an ideology that wounds others. Um, and guys, this is true of sexual sins. This is true of, I don't know, philosophical sins. It all starts with what seems like a good rational thought. So I'll just ask us to remember this because there are a pile now of dead bodies in Buffalo because somebody started this road years ago. And please don't let this become political, right? If uh, your news of preference thinks it was uh, no big deal or wants to bring up times black violence against white people or any of that kind of stuff, whatever. We believe violence is not the answer. We believe killing human beings is basically always a bad idea, right? Um, and when we do violence because of race or religion or creed or, or any of that, then uh, we failed. We failed. Um, I think it was uh, Winston Churchill. It was definitely Winston Churchill where when someone was, uh, why don't we go after Germany? Why don't we go after Germany before they did? Why are we doing all this jawing? Right, And he said, jaw, jaw, jaw is always better than war, war, war. And um, I'm just urging us to be vigilant in our hearts. Uh, and this goes for any line of thinking that reduces humans to anything other than God's expression. Um, and we need to remember that. Race is intentional on our God's part. He didn't have to do it this way. He could have made us all look the same, think the same, talk the same, believe this, whatever. Uh, but uh, I just urge us to keep this in mind. No one wakes up and says, I'm going to be a horrible, violent racist. It's a process. And for me, it made me conscious of, okay, what sin in my life have I got comfortable with? And since I only have one sin, it was a pretty easy process for me. Were you there Sunday when I said this? I felt this was one of my best homily jokes ever. I said, guys, good news. I'm down to one sin. Right? Bad news, it's self-deception. And I felt so good about that. And I don't know, some people laughed, but I was like, I think we should pause and think about how funny what I just said is. I want that on the record. Yeah, Carrie actually left the Catholic Church shortly after. Uh, she's now Methodist. Uh, she said it's cheaper. I don't even know what that means. So uh, what I'll do now is walk you through uh, a few things um, about that. That I One thing I'm going to bring up with Coach Izzo, because I brought this up and he never did the math, right? Did I tell you this? I pointed out to him, your win total is 666. I'd schedule a scrimmage. 
I, I would. If your win total is six six six, you need to schedule a scrimmage for the next day, or just sell your soul to the devil and be done with it. Um, but uh, anyway, <laughs> you may remember. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, for those of you who aren't Spartans or aren't into college basketball, it would be hard to explain how important Tom Izzo is to the history of Michigan State University, especially basketball. But check this out, and I can't remember the year. But uh, it was when the billionaire dude from MSU bought the Cleveland Cavaliers. Do you remember this? Dan Gilbert. And I think it was him who then offered Coach Izzo uh, the head job at Cleveland for an obscene amount of money. And he said no. Do you remember that? He said, no, I'll stay here. Oh, yeah, there were signs all over East Lansing, please stay, Coach, please stay. And I'm sure it was the signs that did it. Uh, but for those of us who grew up with the Michigan's, the state of Michigan athletics, what we know is almost every great person we got leaves us, right? I mean, that's just how it goes. With the exception of Miguel Cabrera, uh, and people say, well, what about Al Kaline? I, I mean, if I may, in my lifetime, right? In my lifetime of 52 years, Barry Sanders left early. Calvin Johnson left early. Matt Stafford left early. Every great player or coach or whatever we get leaves. And uh, we are so blessed uh, that Izzo turned down more than, what do you say, five times his, his salary at the time. Now I'm going to stay here. And uh, Coach D'Antonio did the same uh, and until he retired. But for people in the state of Michigan... Like, look at Jim Beeline at U of M, right? He totally turned that program around, and he left. Uh, and I don't even know, is he even coaching anymore? Does anyone know Jim Beeline? What a shame. He was one of the best college, uh, huh? Was it Jim or John Beeline? Is it John? I can't remember. It was U of M, so I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I think maybe this would be a good time for you to talk about the upcoming auction in the premier challenge. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, okay, so for those of you unfamiliar, and I'll post this link uh, on my Facebook page, and Kara, if you can post it on our show page, we're going to have our um, Holy Family School Auction. And honestly, guys, this is a big one for us. If you could participate, that would be awesome. You can participate online, or you can come to the auction. But I want to tell you about some of the really cool stuff uh, that we're going to have. Now, one of them is the Fly the Flag Challenge, okay? And that's also, if you look on the webpage that Carrie will post the link to, you'll see it's called Fund the Need. Uh, if you hit that, what it is is this. There's this Fund the Need, which is a category we use for a big thing we need money for at our school, right? So what do we do? Every year, we say it's MSU versus some school in Ann Arbor. So you go on there and you click whichever one you want and you donate uh, as a Spartan or as a, uh, rodent and are they rodents? Aren't Wolverines rodents? Not rodents. What are they? Chuck, can you look it up? I know when a Wolverine is frightened. Do you know this? Seriously, look this up. They release a foul scent from their anal gland. That's their mascot. Uh, all kidding aside, it's a U of M MSU battle. And whichever one wins, if MSU raises more money, MSU fans raise more money, or, or the other school raises more money, then that flag flies over our school for a week. Uh, and MSU's won it the last couple years. Michigan is ahead. 
had when I looked last night, Michigan was way ahead, and I just got murdered on taxes, so I can't make a donation this year, and I'm really upset. I'm going to try anyway. I will sacrifice for the Spartans to win this, because I don't want to see that maize and blue crap over our school. Our poor kids. Right. Think of the children. We're going to go outside and stand on the corner and take up a collection. Oh, I will. I'll be like, this is for the hungry. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, so that's one thing. One of the other prizes, you know, Coach just handed it to me a few minutes ago, is he signed a chair from the Final Four game that he sat on. And so we're going to have an MSU package, which is his chair signed. Uh, it's four tickets to an MSU game at home and a parking spot. Uh, you say, well, which game? We don't know. They haven't put out the schedule yet. Uh, but these will be good seats and a great parking spot uh, for four people, uh, as well as that chair signed by Coach Izzo. Uh, there's all kinds of neat packages. And if you guys could, please bop on over after the show uh, and see if you'd be willing to make a, a pledge, or, or not a pledge, what do you call it, a donation, or if you want to participate. And if nothing else, consider coming to the live auction or participating on it over the internet, even if you're not going to buy anything, just so we can all be together and support our beautiful school. Um, our tuition, like the, the best way to think of it is, if you take the cost to educate, which is about $6,000, and then you take our tuition, the gap between those is what the parish funds or these fundraisers fund. And we're trying so hard to keep Catholic school affordable. So uh, please, if you're willing, give us a hand there. Uh, and if you're not willing, then don't give us a hand because that would be weird. Uh, but, uh, or how's this? Maybe you want to just actually give us your hand. No, thank you. We don't know what to do with it. Uh, Chuck uh, tried that about two years ago and our lawyers had to intervene. So, uh, yeah, please, if you're willing. Did she post the link? For some reason, I'm not connected. I mean, I'm connected, but I don't see anything. So I can't tell. Um, but, uh, oh, and side note, uh, we did get some, we've got some really good questions for our show on Friday. I can see these already, and I'm like, oh, boy, I might have to cheat and, like, look ahead and start researching. Isn't that funny? Uh, but so uh, keep that in mind if you would. Our auction is this Saturday, I believe. Is that right? Saturday? And, uh, and she put the link up? Huh? Oh, they will now. And uh, just check it out. But the big thing is, if you are a U of M fan hit the, and want to win, hit that click the need, fund the need, and uh, donate in the name of U of M. If you are a person who loves God and America, click the MSU one and donate there. Uh, and uh, we'll see what we can do. But I understand that, uh, oh, here he is. I understand uh, that school in Ann Arbor is coming on strong, and they're ahead of us right now. So Spartans, I need you to rally, right? Uh, so, uh, Coach, you, you, you up for this? God help you. Are you sure? All right. <laughs> Good to see you. Thanks. So, Coach, I was just telling him, uh, oh, the camera's not on you here. This is, uh, oh, there we go. Nice. Well, good to see you. Good to see you. Thanks for being on here, man. We, we've we prepared a brief 45-minute discussion on the <laughs> uh, benefits of zone versus man-to-man, because -man, uh, I don't know if you know, a lot of people could do your job. I saw it on Facebook. They do it every yeah, day. And, you, you know, the sad part is even a priest is one of them. That's <laughs> 
Do you remember that one time I told you? I was like, I said to Izzo, I'm going to help. I said, Coach, we have got to score baskets. See, yeah. it's those kind of piercing he, insights that change things. He, Father Joe has a wonderful sense for the obvious. <laughs> <laughs> but so how's it going? You know, it's been an interesting year, as you yeah. all know. You know, we've, like you, you know, I remember coming up to your, celebrating your birthday on the street. You remember that? Oh, one? yeah. A couple oh, of yeah. us came up from Lansing, and, and uh, you were uh, there with your dog and your dad, and uh, you had COVID, so we... Yeah. Uh, we stayed away from your butt, but yeah. we, we waved to you. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it was, so we've all gone through those two years, you know, yeah. and it's been interesting. And I, I think the hardest thing is, and I'm sure it's in the churches, it's in the schools, it's, it's in your family. It's how does it affect different people? Yeah. And how do you really have an idea of what you want to do with that? And I, I think we all complain about young kids, you know, that's oh, yeah. when, when we, you know, look in a mirror, that's, that was me a few years ago, yeah. but, uh, we didn't have to go through something like that. So we don't really have a blueprint on uh, on how to react and how to act and how to figure out what is it doing to them. So it's been a challenge. It's been one of the more challenging parts of my career here in well, 27 years as a head coach. Yeah. Well, we were. I was just talking about this Sunday at Mass, that priesthood uh, in those two years was – it was a matter of saying, okay, what's my job? It's to get Jesus to people. How can I do it in a quarantine? You know, and it made us think. It really did. It made us stretch. And uh, we were just talking about that. Like, literally, I was using stepladders and bullhorns at nursing homes because they wouldn't let me in. Yeah. And I did, uh, prayed with people over FaceTime, right? Uh, doing all those kinds of things. Literally walking the streets yeah. with, with a sign. We'll pray with anyone. People come out of their house, keeping the distance, you know, praying with them. All the kind of crazy stuff. Zoom, right? And yeah, Zoom. Zoom was crazy. Look at, look at Zoom. You know, the only thing I'm a little disappointed in? Yeah. Your makeup girl did not do a good job on you today, you know. I, I know. See a lot I'm, of wrinkles and stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, you know. You know they got to do that, even for a priest. They it's overwhelming it. for these people. So I try to keep it so that they actually listen instead of just gazing on my countenance. Like This is all part of the plan, Coach. That's a good point. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate it. Well, Nick was on earlier, and we were commenting that we have the same barber. <laughs> so we got that going. Um, and uh, so I assume you're insanely busy today. Yeah. You know, what happens to me, it's just like you. You know, you wake up and you have a list of things you got to do. Yeah. But there's either positive or negative tragedies that happen yeah. throughout those days. And oh, yeah. And I say in my job, sometimes I just kind of come in and, you know, shut the door, put on my Smokey the Bear suit, yep. put out a few fires, yep. and then see what's next. And I, I think that's like all of us that are involved with a lot of people. Yeah. You know, like uh, you're involved with a lot of people. You know, you have a lot of positive things and weddings and things, and yep. you have negative things and funerals and things. Yep. and. It's kind of the same for us. We have positive things that happen and negative things that happen. Not that drastic, but um, they, they got to be dealt with because they're they're most of my clients. If yeah. you want to call your your uh, members of your church clients, if uh, most of my clients are somewhere between seventeen and twenty two, and yeah. it never changes. Bruh. Yours, you got the five year olds and you've got. Uh, 105-year-olds, guys like Doug Herner in my other room. Yeah, I love guys that, like dude. That. Yeah, I saw it. You know, I think he could still whoop my butt in a fight. <laughs> How old is he? 
think Doug's around 80, but, uh, you know, he played at the University of Michigan with Cassie Russell. So Crazy Legs yeah, Russell. Is, yeah, so, uh, wow. you know, I, I asked them, why did they name Michigan's arena? You know, it's the house that Cassie built. I said, why wasn't it the house that Herner built? Right. And he said he, he took care of the bathroom. He was the bathroom that Herner built. Nice. So maybe they can have that above, like, the urinal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I might I, even donate to that. Yeah, I'm in. I'll throw a five or six bucks. I don't want to brag, but I carry that kind of money around now. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> so we have this thing called speed round because mm -hmm. I thought we don't want to hit you with basketball questions, and 100%. we don't want to ask you about uh, uh, iron, um, iron mountain uh, because you know everybody knows your past, and if they don't, I encourage you to check out the FBI's ten most wanted list, uh, number six. Just go into that post office. It's up right, there. right. That's a good picture of you, by the yeah, way. It is. I uh, I did think you probably shouldn't flip off the camera next time. Uh, that's <laughs> turns out that's rude. Uh, but so what we have is a series of, of weird questions about your preferences, right? <laughs> so Let's do it. Well, here's the key. You might have product issues. So if so, you just gotta you know forego the question. That's fair. That's All fair. right. So are you ready? I'm ready. Now this might cost you your job, and I don't want you to feel any pressure. Uh. Uh, no pressure. All right, Chevy or Ford? Uh, God, you know, I am a Chevy guy because where, but, you know, in Iron Mountain, one of the first Ford, um, when, when Mr. Ford, I mean, it was called a Fliver, and uh, that was a vehicle, and it was produced. Get out of here. Up in Iron Mountain, Kingsford. You knew that, see? Yeah. Somebody knows something because they've been more educated than other people. Well, sure, Carrie can read. Yes, I, she's pretty drunk, so I don't know if she can read right now. She's she looks great to my me. My husband but. and I went to Northern. Oh, great! Well, you you can appreciate then, but uh, you know I'm a you know Chevrolet apple pie and uh, Midwest. You know I'm I'm that kind of guy. Is that your little S10 up north, by the way, in the garage? Yes, it is. Do you know my father is in love with that truck? And so am I. You that's know, a I, great little that, truck. That's my bring me back to reality. I yeah. Think. I think it came in right when that first truck was built. I yeah. Th I think it's got that. But I, I get in that thing and I just say, no more nothing but, you know, a 30-year-old truck that yeah. still rides. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, I had uh, my first new vehicle was a 96 Chevy uh, or GMC Sonoma. It's basically the truck you have, sure. but the, you have the Chevy. Sure. And uh, no kidding, that thing just died about three years ago. Yeah, well, mine's still alive because yeah. I, I don't drive it. You know, just one of those summer vehicles for the garbage no. and pick up the gas and all that. So it's, it's the perfect vehicle. Oh, I love that me. thing. I, as soon as I saw it in the garage, I took a picture and sent it to Dad. And, he, yeah, we, we went nuts. Love it. Text or phone call? I'm a phone call guy, you know. I, I, uh, I, I don't. I've learned how to deal with the modern era. Yeah. I, you know, I'm more of a personal guy. Yeah. You know, and a text isn't personal to me. Um, I like a phone call. I And uh, and uh, I know you got to be a phone call guy because looking at your hands, you got fat thumbs. So oh, yeah, I got the German you, hands. You, you would probably press three buttons at once. Exactly. And you'd probably be swearing at me, and I didn't even know it. Exactly. So I don't uh, – I, I think I'd rather a phone call, although – I, I do text once in a while. I, I don't leave messages anymore. In fact, on my phone, as you've tried to call me, 
you can't leave a message. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, because then... Look at this. Mine says full yeah, right now. Yours says full. And I, I can't... Full of what? We don't know. I don't full. know. It's crazy. I can't yeah. keep up. People are right. nuts. Uh, okay, movie or book? Wow. I'm like uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Okay. Do you ever see Back to School? Yeah. Rodney said in Back to School, he says... The, the woman, the, the professor that he was trying to date said, well, you got to read more. And he says, why read a book when I can just watch the movie? It takes a lot less time. There you go. That's a youper. I mean, yeah. I'd rather, you know, although I wish, I wish. If there's one thing that I wish in my life, I wish I would read more. Honestly, I'd love God. to read. Yeah. Like when I, in fact, did you, what was it? Last year I was at your house for a week mm -hmm. and I read three books. I was just so happy to not be working. And reading is my favorite thing in the world. Really? And See, that's. Oh, God, I wish I, I envy you for that. And I'm, as we joke around here back and forth, we'll 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 do it. But there's some things I'm serious about. Yeah. I wish I would. Maybe that's what I'll do uh, in the days to come. Read more. Try like you know one thing like my dad. He writes. We go everywhere together, and we listen to podcasts. You know, uh, I got a neighbor who's gotten me onto that lately. It's fun. And. Uh, because that way you can get a workout in or yep. you go for a walk and you can listen and uh but that's kind of the that's a little cheating too though you know it's yeah. it's not the movie but it's not really reading cuz yeah. when you really read you have to focus in on the book mm. if you're listening to a podcast you could be driving you could be working out you could be doing other things so i think it's half cheating yeah, well, but it's, you know, some people, like, Dad, Dad's one of the smartest dudes I know. He doesn't, he doesn't like to read. And I just think different people do different things. You know, like, I, I can read all day and die happy, uh, so for me, reading works. But I don't know. I wouldn't sell yourself short on that, seriously. Yeah, I, you know, you might be right. You know, I'm trying to, your, your good friend, Mark D'Antonio, you know, we talk about that. I don't think he's a guy that's read a lot of books either, you know. Some of us guys, we don't read a lot of books, but... Uh, but I'm I'm probably like your dad then. Maybe yeah. I got to get into the podcast. Oh, I love. I'll I'll hook you up with some. Appreciate I will. It. I I got. Yeah. There's this one loser, Joe in Black Ministries. He has a podcast. Is it yeah. good? Yeah, he's a loser. It's a loser. Okay. Yeah. That's, he has great guests. I do. I've got. Yeah, that's true. I mean, this is our first time on here. Is this this your first time, right? I'm, yeah. I'm this, yeah. yeah it is. Sweet. Um. Okay. Did we do iPhone or Android? No iPhone or Android? I'm an iPhone guy, and the reason I'm an iPhone guy is um, I like the send stuff for Android. You you know, picture. I, mean, I got a my mother. My mother just turned 96 three yeah. days ago, so I did like a good son would do. I said, you know what you have? That's like you, mom, and politics. I said, you ever hear when a president's going to run again they say four more years yeah so i said to my mom i called her up on her birthday i said four more years because i nice. want to know someone that 100. 100 yeah and then i said after that then i'm trading you in for a new model well sure i just yeah. want to go to 100 and then you only get so much mileage call it know? a day you yeah. know well i She's just good, though. what was it two mondays ago i i i prayed with a guy 103 right and he was approaching his 104. In fact, he's turned 104 since then. And uh, sharp as a tack. We just, had a, we just had a woman who died here in our in our city. She was from Hazlitt. That was 114. Jesus she, have mercy. Yeah, you see that? Jesus I mean, have mercy. She had six generations. Man. I mean, 
that's that's. And I bet you she ate bacon and smoked. Well, she definitely didn't coach basketball. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because that thing would she'd have been out of it a lot earlier. Oh, I remember when ESPN hooked all that stuff up to you. Yeah. And did that, and they were like, Tom Izzo ran a marathon today, and it was a basketball game. But you know what was good about it? Yeah. They came in the next day, and they gave me all the test results. Honest to God, they were good. Oh, yeah, you're in great shape. They were good. The test results were good. So I'm in I, shape. I think people that hold stuff in have a lot more problems than people that let stuff out. Yeah. So thank God we got these zebras that run on the floor. They're called officials. Sure. And that's my way of getting stuff out. So yeah. it works out great. There's no guns in basketball. No, right? no. I, yeah. no. I want to be clear. Uh, you talked about working out. Uh, you know, and not liking to read. Well, I like to read, and I don't like to work out. You know, so I feel like we're basically. So, so you know what's going to happen, though? Yeah, I'm going to get See, fatter and smarter. Yeah, by yeah. working out, I'm going to live longer. Right. By reading, you're going to be smarter. So you but have for a to shorter choose, amount of time. Do you want to live less time yes. and be smarter, more time and be a knucklehead? Yeah, I'm going for less time because I'm gunning for the kingdom of heaven here. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Alaska or Florida? Now I'm taking Florida. Now I lived in the UP all, you know, half. Oh, of life. course, that's and, right. And uh, so I've I've been uh, south of Alaska when you yes. live up there. Yeah. A little south of Alaska, but uh, you know, you know what? I the only thing, the beauty of Alaska, and there's some incredible things. But when it when those winters, it's dark up there. We've played yeah. up there in tournaments. It's dark like 22 hours a day. Yeah. You know what? I'm a bright lights guy. I need to yeah. see lights and weather and uh, and even go to a beach once in a while. Oh, yeah. Cat or dog? Um, I'm a dog guy. Yeah. yeah you know, Cats I, are pure I, evil. I, I had a cat. <laughs> I had a cat. My wife had a couple cats. If I was to be honest with you, I'm not great at either one, but I'm definitely more of a dog guy than a cat guy. But that's a, that's a really intelligent question, by the way. I oh. I can see where this reading has really benefited oh, yeah. your broadness. In your I make pretty thoughts. words with my mouth because I make words when I read. Yeah. yeah. Coke or Pepsi? Ooh. Ooh. I, I, I think that's I'm, what I'm worried about, sponsorship. Yeah, I think here. I'm a Pepsi guy because of sponsorship especially. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, I went over that. to your fridge and stole yeah, one of your yeah. Pepsis. I'm, a, I'm a Pepsi guy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, cake or pie? Ooh. See? You hit two. I know. You, can I say both on no, one of these? Sorry, no, sorry. No. This is Cleveland or MSU, I, right here, right, Coach. All right, so cake or pie? I'm going with the most traditional or second traditional. I think apple pie is traditional. Yeah. But pumpkin pie, man. Bro. Thanksgiving. Got to have pumpkin. So I'm going with pie. You ever have mincemeat pie? No, I haven't. Okay. I'm going to hook you up. All right. Uh, MSU or some lesser school? <laughs> I'm going with MSU nice. over everybody. And, you know, it's a little hard because I got northern Michigan where sure. Buddy Mariucci and I, uh, you know, walked the uh, the sidewalks and uh, even went to some classes. So yeah. um, graduated from there. But, uh, you know, Michigan State, I mean, this is my 38th year here as a GA on up. Isn't that so, so I've raised my kids here. I got married here. I... Uh, I probably cost myself a few years of life here, but oh, sure. a lot of good things that have happened oh, here, yeah. and so I'm going to stick with MSU. Well, and it, it's funny because the question started as MSU or some school in Ann Arbor. 
Yeah. And I couldn't remember the name of it. I know. So we just started saying MSU or Lucifer, as you can see. <laughs> uh, Lucifer Even I know. Even darkness. I know that. Yeah, yeah. I know Lucifer. Um, okay. So uh, Euchre or Pinochle? Euchre. Euchre. All right. Do you call them a lollipop or a sucker? Sucker. See, lollipop, this is an American. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, lollipop, you're getting into so many letters and everything. You know, sucker is just boom, right there. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You got all these syllables and, you know, lollipop. Hey, lollipop. And you even have to say it, I think, now it's law. You have to say it with an English accent. Hey, lollipop. Yeah, you do. And uh, I have enough trouble with our own English, much less that English. Oh, yeah. Well, you're quite fluent in some forms of English. (laughs) I've heard it. Uh, Okay. Yes, I am. Or I've absolved it. Sorry, I pronounced that wrong. Okay. Uh, Highways are bad. (laughs) We're going to confession right after this session. Well, I did Nick's exorcism while you were uh, away. That was what the screaming was. Yeah. Uh, So highways are back roads. Wow. I know. know. You're not recruiting. You're in no hurry. I'm in no hurry. you got to go back roads. Bro, I did, I, the whole way to your place, I avoided highways once. Yeah. I was on my motorcycle, and it was oh, just yeah. glorious. If you're in a motorcycle or a Jeep, I mean, yeah. you, you can't top down. Uh, you can't beat, You can't beat, uh, especially in Michigan where there's a lot of great back roads. And, oh, yeah. Uh, so that's, a, that's another good one, though, you know, because we have some nice highways, too, but too many people crazy on the highways. Oh, yeah. You can't see deer. No. If you do see them, you're in trouble, but, you you know, you can just kind of cruise around in the back roads. Yeah. See some of the nature. Oh. I'm a nature guy, you know. I had a, one time on my motorcycle, I had this crack in my windbreak because a deer jumped in front of me and his back hoof just, boom, took out a piece that big. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'd be dead. You know what's funny about that? Yeah. I uh, I went down to speak at an event at 6.30 in the morning in Detroit. I came back, and I was riding over by Okemos Road. Oh, sure, yeah. And uh, I was kind of by Okemos High School, in fact, on okay. Jolly Road. And a deer jumped out and jumped through my back window, bro. And I looked in my rearview mirror, and there was all this hair, and he waddled out and took off. And I stopped at this little party store, and I called the cops, and I told them what happened. And first of all, I don't think they believed me, you know. Yeah. And then they started to believe me. And the guy said, if that would have been a foot, oh, yeah. you wouldn't be here. Right. And, right. and then, uh, I don't know. Man. I don't know. Well, and I wonder, like, did the deer, when he was in the back, say, I really want to talk to you about my son? <laughs> uh, did he try that, you know, yeah. try to get your, his kid on the team? Or? He did, but yeah. I, I looked at the deer, and he was only like three and a half feet high. Right. I said, you got to grow, son. Right. It if would, it was a giraffe, I might have been happy. I right, we're in, kid. Him. Yeah, bring him by. Let's see what he's got. When it's a deer, it would behoove you to rethink it. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was. All right. Getting to be a little poetic now, huh? Yeah, Behoove. bacon or brisket? <sighs> I know. Isn't that vicious? Now, now, yeah, it is, because I love brisket, but... But bacon, mm. the problem with bacon is if you eat, if I eat one piece of bacon, four pounds go on. Oh, same. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I have no so problem you, with So that. you've been eating a lot of bacon. Yeah, look huh? at this thing. I, people are like, my doctor said you need to get in shape. I'm like, round is a shape, doc. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, uh, Judwood, you know what Judwood has said? Listen, let everybody else worry about why they died. I, I want to be sick so I know why I died. So nice. eating bacon, you know, would be good That's for, it, I'm for Judd. About. Yeah. Man, well, I always figure, look, here's the thing. I, I vowed celibacy. Mm-hmm. I should get as much bacon as I want. Ah, God bless you. I Thank agree. you, Coach. 
Uh, wine or beer? You know, I don't drink much alcohol, to be very right. honest oh, with you at all. As you know, you know, I mean, I saw that little beer that they named after you and, you know, yeah. kind of in your honor. But I'd probably say a little wine, you know. That sure. way I, I can go to communion and not feel guilty. There you go. All right. Uh, pool or beach? Well, it used to be pool. I played a lot of pool, but... Um, as I got older, I'd rather the beach. Yeah. Oh, and I love that. Yeah, man. All right. New car or classic car? You know, I'm a new car guy, and I'll tell you why I'm a new car guy. Because it seems like classic cars, old houses, there's always so many things that go wrong. Yeah, it's and then I got to fix them. Oh, yeah. And that's a pain. So I'm going new. Nice. Nice. Well, Coach, that takes us through the speed round. Wow. Uh, and I just wanted people, I don't know, you're a good dude. I learned something about myself, what I like, what I don't like. Yeah, um, I'm telling you. But a couple is... of them were, were really close, too, so I realized that I could go right or left and be okay. Oh, absolutely. So if I go on a highway or on a road, if I eat brisket, if I eat bacon, uh, you know, I, I think I can adjust to both, but it is kind of a fun way to kind of even learn yourself so people get to learn you, but you get to learn yourself a little bit. Well, oh, yeah. So I, I've learned something about myself. I thought you were going to give me a good one for you would be motorcycle or car. Yeah, I'm going to go car. Uh, really? I don't know if you remember. What was it? 2012, 13, 14, I laid down my bike. I blew yeah. out my hip and my left yeah. shoulder. Yeah. And ever since then, I just I, I sold the bike a week later for cash and an AR-15. You know what? Unfortunately, we all like to have fun, but you're, that's probably yeah. a very intelligent move on your part. And that's I read a against, lot, Coach. Nothing against the, uh, the the motorcycle people out there because yeah. I don't want somebody mad at me. I got I got six hundred thousand people get mad at me when I lose a game. I don't I don't need that over whether I select a motorcycle or a car. You well, know you know, I mean? one of the things like that you you taught me explicitly as well as through observation is you can't do a thing for other people. Right, you can't coach for the people uh, who are Spartans. You have to coach because God made you to coach. Because they'll love you when you're winning, and they won't when you don't. And and sometimes I, even when you're winning, they oh, don't. Yeah. If you don't cover the spread and things like that. Oh God, isn't they're that mad at you nuts? about that too? So you're not it's a changed baseball. a little bit, but oh, yeah. uh, you're not a baseball guy, are you? I can't remember. You know, I I I like to play baseball. Okay. Um, if I'm at the uh, stadium, I like to watch it. Yeah. Like I went down and I saw the Tigers when uh, our man got his nine hundred or his three thousand nine hundred ninety-seven. Oh, that's right. You were there. I, I was there with you. my team. Yes, that's right. And uh, that was fun. You know, have a hot dog, call it a day. But uh, watching it on TV, I'm I'm just not one of those guys that can do that. I don't know why. Well, Dad and I watch every Tiger game we can on TV, and the whole thing is gambling ads now. They aren't even they aren't even advertising they aren't advertising anything anymore except gambling and I'm telling you it's gonna screw things up yeah it is it's going to screw things up and uh, anyway sorry I couldn't agree more yeah it's let's have so I guess uh, those places aren't gonna ask us for uh, oh yeah that's right now to be clear I would take their money <laughs> you know what I mean I, I got no problem Boy. so MGM if you want to send me some cash I'm not gonna advertise your crap but I'll take your money. Is that okay to say? Uh, probably not. But okay, let me just recant. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not getting the questions. 
Coach, are you willing to uh, – oh, can you hear her? Yes. Oh, great. Okay. So is that something you're up for? Sure. Um, my wife's sister-in-law uh, was my secretary. Get out of here. Yeah. I did not bad. know that. Yeah. And uh, so we were playing. Uh, I had asked her out once, and she said no. <laughs> she uh, is smart. She reads. Yeah. yeah. She must read. Yeah. Right. But uh, – so then we were playing Purdue. The first year that this building we're sitting in was here. Sweet. Okay. We're playing Purdue for the Big Ten Championship. And I walked by my sister-in-law. I, I was a GA then. And you get two tickets. Aww. And so my family wasn't here or anything. So I walked by my sister. I said, here, give these to your sister-in-law. Tell her to bring her boyfriend. And I threw the two tickets at her. And so Lupe came to the game with my sister and with her sister-in-law, my secretary's, I think he was seven-year-old son. And they sat in the seats, and they were right behind the bench, you know, nice seats, right? And so she sat there with her, and then later on that night, I, I met her out and started dating then. But since that time now, it's been uh, 30 years, She's 29 years. Yeah. Uh, that we've been dating, and every last game of the year, her and my, he'd be my nephew now, yeah. who's probably 38, um, they sit in the same two seats. I yeah. like that. That's pretty good, huh? That is. And I tell you what, you are so blessed. I love that woman. Yeah, she's I great. Do. We were at, I forget, oh, we were playing Michigan for Beeline's last game. Mm -hmm. Right, and Dad and I, you got Dad and I, really nice seats. Were and they up in the euchre section? Yeah, we were in the parking lot yeah. with the game on the radio. Yeah, it was, yeah. Hey, um, I said we'd take care of you. You, you did get a parking pass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but just so you know, that parking pass was expired. Just as a quick side note. Uh, <laughs> no, but we were sitting there, and all of a sudden, and I texted Lupe, "Hey, Dad and I are here. Thank you. You know, blah blah blah." She gets up and came up. And she hugged my pa, and she hugged me, you know, and, and then she went back down there. And then D'Antonio's wife Becky, comes out of nowhere, says hello, hugs dad, hugs me. We talk. And the guy behind me was like, who the hell are you? Yeah. And I, I did this. Ready? <laughs> I'm their priest. <laughs> so, but no, it was. Just think all the cool things, though. You know, you, you did spend time with D'Antonio, and you did such a. Great job at Lansing Catholic, and then here. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, one of the priests, then when Mark's father died, you know, you know, yep. were down there. It was yep. uh, pretty awesome. Well, so and I, I remember when you came to Mom's funeral, and I don't know if I ever told you this. I have a cousin who's one of those psychotic Wolverine fans, and I mean the kind where, like at Mom's funeral, Mom was not a Wolverine. Yeah. He was wearing his U of M crap. Yeah. A good dude. He is. Good He's a good dude. dude. You walked in and sat right next to him. Did I? And we have abused him every day of his life since mom's funeral. Because he was sitting there and he was like, I was so torn. And this is so him. He was like, I respect that man so much. And I can't tell you how much I hate MSU. <laughs> and uh, so that, that's a true story. That was my cousin Jeff. You know what? That proves that. Your mom was a great lady because she, she brought was. the two of us together. She was. She was a goddess. Yeah, like your pop. Yeah. We we lost our parent right around the same time. I yeah. lost mom when you lost your yeah. dad. And, um, yeah, we got through that together. Yep. Ah.
Well, Coach, thanks for being on here. Well, this was great, and I really enjoyed it on a serious note, and yeah. uh, I appreciate all you've done for so many people in this area, and now you've taken your work up into the, the Grand Blank area, right? God help us, yeah. And, uh, you know, been, been by up there, and uh, still got a lot of fans here. Oh, yeah. And I Gillespie's and Wiccans and all those yeah. people, you know, and uh, but you're needed everywhere. We appreciate you. Good luck to you, you know. Thanks, uh, you're you're you got a final four every week. <laughs> you know? That's right. Every week you got one and uh just keep keep doing your job, man, helping people. I think that's what we're on the earth for. Me too, bro. Me too. Coach, we have a uh, school auction this weekend. And Father Joe oh, was talking yeah. about there's one little Did you contest. Have a million dollars I can borrow. <laughs> one little contest that whoever wins Michigan or Michigan State, the flag flies for a, a week. Mm -hmm. And right now, Michigan is in the lead, so we need a pep talk to everybody. Yeah, do, are you comfortable with this? So basically, I am. This is I to am. raise money for our school. And I am. those people. all you Spartans out there, we've got to do our job, and we've got to raise the flag, to not only literally but figuratively, and so uh, reach down and let's make sure that uh, we do our part. And, uh, you know, the, the funny thing is, guys, the Michigan-Michigan State rivalry is very big. Uh, as you know, John Beeline and I were very good friends. I like that, and, dude. And, uh, you know, I mean, Lloyd Carbo, you know, those guys were also good friends of mine. And um, But even though this is a little mini rivalry, yeah. the rivalry's for a very good cause. Yeah. And so these are times when, you know, we we got to keep helping each other because at the end of the day, um, we're helping maybe our most important commodity, the kids. Yeah. Amen. And so let's all do the job for the kids, for the school, and uh, let's us raise our, our 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 flag here, and then maybe they'll challenge and raise it. And if we keep getting higher kids and higher, win. kids win. Nice. Hell of a deal. Thank you, Coach. Do you mind if I do a wrap-up prayer real quick? Let's do it. All right. Prayer is like this thing where when you talk to God. Yes, sir. Okay. Excuse me. Do it often. Because I read, you know. I'm going to go with this reading thing. Let's do it. All right. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Jesus, thank you for Coach coming to see us today. Thank you for Nick being here. And thank you for Garrett and all those who helped this happen. We ask that you see us, Lord, that you see our circumstances and meet us in whatever they are so that we can remember that whatever we confront, we confront with you, with you at our side, with you before us, with you behind us, with you above us. Lord, you know all the people we love so much and we worry about them. And you know all the circumstances in our lives that we carry around and fret about. We give all of those to you, Lord, because we love you and we trust you. And may Almighty God bless you all, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thanks for tuning in. Tomorrow, I'll see you, and we'll talk about Pentecost. Go green. Go white. Is it over? No, it's never over.